Welcome to season three of The Skinny. I'm your host, Cezanne. So many things happening all at the same time. Incredible conversations and movements that have been ignited and reignited. Much to learn and even relearn. This season on The Skinny, we dig deeper, cutting the fat and getting right down to the nitty gritty on topics that impact our lives. I'm so excited to highlight amazing stories and facilitate impassioned voices and conversations, eager to share, learn, grow, and evolve with you into more amazing, enlightened, and empowered souls. So come on, honey bunnies, let's do this. Hi, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of The Skinny with Chazon. I can't believe this is the third episode already of this season. It's going so fast, but I love it. <sighs> Thank you for being here. If this is your first time or you are returning, I'm sending you the hugest hugs. Well, how many times have you said, I'm fine in the last few months to someone asking or even to yourself? While internally, you don't feel fine. You actually feel like you're crumbling. You're feeling alone, even though there may be others around you. Feeling isolated, sad, uninspired, unmotivated, disconnected, stuck or uneasy, even overworked or overwhelmed, maybe misunderstood, anxious, or just scared. The fear of your feelings, any one of those feelings being invalidated, challenged, dismissed, debated, or being judged or perceived as weak, most times is the reason we always respond with, I'm fine. Does any of this sound remotely relatable or familiar? Well, you're not alone. This is a space that I've created where you can always feel like you can exhale and know that you are seen, validated, and heard. So let's jump right in. This episode is especially for you. Earlier this year, while I was going through my own emotional roller coaster, it hit me that many of us have been walking around with masks on for years. We've perfected the art of maintaining a poised exterior, keeping that well rehearsed smile, ready to light things up at the drop of a dime, all while we skillfully mask our sincere struggles and true feelings. And that's not always because we don't want to share. Sometimes the challenge is that we just don't feel like we have a safe, non-judgmental or genuine space where we can share authentically and vulnerably. It may be the very environment that you're in or people that's in your circle that doesn't afford you the opportunity to say, I'm not fine. And many times we're appointed roles in relationships with friends and family, colleagues, even sometimes it's our own self-appointed roles that then holds us imprisoned to a perception and facade that's not always easily upheld. So you're the happy one. You're the positive one. You're the life of the party. Oh, you're always laughing. The decision maker, the one with the answers or the family's pillar of strength and the fear of being embarrassed, the idea of being a burden or making others uncomfortable many times controls the words that we hear rolling off our very own tongues. I'm sure you've experienced at one point or another when you did dare to test the waters and express a genuine emotion to a friend, colleague, partner, or a family member and received a response from them. 
a response of shock, dismissiveness, disbelief, trivialization, and even a whopper of chastisement and scolding for saying what you said or for having the feelings that you're having, all because it doesn't reflect the role or roles that they have appointed to you. So we're going through one of the hardest moments in our lives right now, desperately trying to navigate the unknown. All of our emotions and feelings are valid. They should be acknowledged and nurtured just because there may be moments, days, or even weeks when you don't feel like you're operating at the top of your game. In no way does that mean that you're weak or that you'll be feeling this way forever or that you're failing. The reality is that sometimes what's most challenging or unsettling is when you aren't even able to pinpoint what is really making you feel the way you do. Sometimes we have to literally give ourselves permission to be present, to feel, acknowledge and accept where we are in that current moment and allow ourselves to authentically go through the space that we're in because that is where the true strength comes from. It helps us to be able to recognize and process more effectively the next time it creeps up on us again, because there will be other times, that's for sure. Our quest should never be for perfection in handling situations or our emotions or in anything for that matter. That quest for perfection keeps us on a pursuit that will always leave us feeling empty, inadequate, or like we're just not good enough at whatever it is that we're pursuing. And during this time especially, and also beyond, we truly need each other. Being that person that genuinely wants to know when you ask someone how they're doing can truly be a gift that someone is in desperate need of. Assuring a friend or family member that you are a listening ear and or a safe, trustworthy space to share their feelings can be the safety net that someone needs to make it just through another day. So I have I have this story. Okay, before we get to this story. <laughs> have you ever experienced someone asking you, how are you doing? And by the time you start to get an answer out of your mouth, they're gone. <laughs> or are you that person where you're like, how are you doing? And you're gone. Like you're not even waiting for the answer. So I had a colleague um, <laughs> that would always ask me how I was doing, how are the kids, but as soon as I would start talking, they would immediately cut me off and start telling me about themselves. <laughs> it was clear that they actually had no interest whatsoever in what was going on with anyone else, but always used it as a segue to talk about themselves. And it became the most hilarious thing to me because over time it was so obvious and it just, I just played along. I just went along with it. But the thing is, if I was hurting and truly needing to share and so relieved that someone was asking me, I would have been at a huge loss. They never would have known, even though it was a regular question that they asked. And this wasn't just to me, it was to other people too. And so I say that to say because it's great for us to check in on ourselves from time to time to see what kind of friend we are being. Are we honestly available to be for someone else, the friend that we personally need for ourselves? And even though we all don't need the same thing, but are you available? Are we actually hearing and listening to what's being said to us? Are you just waiting for 
that opportune time in a conversation when you jump in and redirect it to you? Or are you creating a space of validation and reassurance? Or are you the one that says hurriedly to someone when they express themselves, oh, you'll be fine. Oh, you know, you shouldn't speak that way. It's so dismissive. It it happens a lot. But I think what happens at that point is some people are just not available or not capable of carrying the weight of someone else's burden or someone else's situation. And that's their way of just hurrying it along. Have you ever had or have you ever been in a conversation where you've muscled up the nerve to share what's happening with you and the listening person turns it into like a competition of whose situation is worse by them now telling you about themselves, but not in a way of sharing because that that scenario can actually be a beautiful bonding experience when you're able to connect with someone in that way. But what they do instead is to downgrade or invalidate your story and experience by, oh, well, you think that's bad? Let me tell you about, you know, or I have a same situation of blah, blah, blah. And it's redirected. (sighs) I have definitely witnessed and experienced that one, too. Empathy and grace is so important for us to extend towards others and most importantly, towards ourselves. We're so critical with ourselves and it's so easy for people to assume about someone's life and conclude that their life is fine and they shouldn't have anything to complain about without realizing it sometimes your idea of someone's life greatly influences how you respond to them in different situations, which can lead us to be completely inaccurate and misguided about what they may be needing in that moment with you. Remember um, when I was a new mom, remembering about this time, and I was very hesitant to share that some days I felt very alone. Even though I had my beautiful baby and my wonderful husband and father, and what was a situation that clearly looked like nothing to complain about. But in those moments on this very new journey as a mother, I didn't desire to share it as a complaint. It was what I was feeling and experiencing, but there were those times that it felt difficult to explain, so I held it in because I didn't want my words to be misinterpreted as a complaint or a sign of me not coping well or being incapable of being a new mom. It's like there's all these different things that you're carrying at that time, and an incorrect or inappropriate reaction (laughs) can be so very hurtful and demeaning, which is yet another reason that many people don't reach out when they're in need, because it's now another weight that you have to carry on top of everything else. And what many of us, if not all, seek at one point or another in our lives is non-judgmental, supportive, attentive, and genuinely loving connections and relationships. And the amusing thing is that some people will get all of that more authentically from a stranger sooner than someone close to them. And as friends in a community, my hope is that we continue to strive for conscious, deliberate, and gracious connections, especially now in checking in on each other regularly, genuinely being there for each other and making time in our busy schedules because we are busy. 
Uh, it's just because we're on the pandemic, there's this assumption sometimes that you're not doing anything and that's not the case. But even though we're busy, making that time to not only hear someone, but to listen with empathy and compassion. So it's not just about someone always reaching out or it's up to someone to reach out if they need help. But sometimes it's us tuning in. So on those days when you're not fine, I leave with you these reminders. Don't feel guilty. Choose yourself. Focus on your healing. Whatever that may look like for you, you are worthy and you deserve it. Be kind to your mind and your body. It's important to talk about how you're feeling. But until you find that person, if you don't have someone now or persons, that make you feel safe and seen, that can be your confidant. Remember, you can write. And if that's your, if that's not your jam, <laughs> if it's not your preference, make a video to yourself and just talk there. Playing it back later or playing it back at some point, if you play it back at all, may be so therapeutic because then you have an opportunity to see what you have evolved from or what you were going through at that time or just being able to get it out really and think of two things that you're grateful for because many times we become so consumed in our minds uh, with what we're dealing with at that time it just becomes like so loud or so cloudy but if we have just these tiny little things to help us out like thinking of two things I'm grateful for in this moment tell yourself four things that you love about yourself. Remember that you are enough just as you are and this is a moment. I don't care what that is. It is going to pass. Don't feel guilty for doing something or things that you enjoy in those times. Even when you may have like a long list of to-dos that's already overwhelming you. But it might be necessary for you to take that moment so that you can execute whatever it is that you need to do or to help you to get beyond that slum and celebrate each achievement, no matter how small. Some days that just might be writing down your ideas or goals. Some days it might be, hey, I made it through another day. <laughs> and that is all I had to offer today. And for those that really are fine, check in on those that pop into your mind don't take that for granted. It may be for a reason bigger than you realize. And don't hold someone prisoner to the moment that they've shared with you, especially after that cloud has passed for them, where later on, it's just that continuous, hey, I remember when so-and-so, or are you doing okay? Or you continue to see them in that low moment. Just acknowledge it as a compartmentalized moment in life that we all experience. And move on. That's how we can move forward and grow and support each other as we grow and ask someone what they're needing from you. Just a listening ear. Do you need advice? Do you want feedback? Do you want to just know that I'm here and just have me not say anything? Let them guide you. And one thing I can say I would bet on for all of us, <laughs> and I don't usually try to speak at all for anybody else but myself, 
no one likes unsolicited advice or criticism, especially when they're going through a challenging time. So checking in to have them guide you as to what they're needing at that time, I would say is an ideal thing. And I appreciate that so much from my husband. And that's something that I do as well. And I find that to be incredible. There is deep trust for someone to share with you, major trust. And in those times, it's so important to remember to come from a place of love, validation, and support to them. And it can be quite a challenge when we are the one in the slum to do the things, all these things that I'm talking about that we already know. It's not like we don't know these things. And one of the frustrating things is when people are talking to us and telling us things like, we don't already know that. <laughs> Going through these moments don't mean that we're unaware or we're not in tuned. It just happens. It happens. And that's the thing that we have to accept and be aware of. And so, again, when we're in the slum to do these things that we already know we should be doing or could be doing, isn't easy. There's no switch to immediately kill the wrong feelings or kill the wrong emotions. Disregard the pressures that are often put out there prompting us to overachieve 24-7. Just know that sometimes you need a breather. It is okay not to be okay. You are an amazing soul. You are still valuable even though you don't feel like you're worthy sometimes. You don't feel like you're accomplishing much at the moment. You feel like you're giving out more love than you're receiving. I always say allow yourself to cry if you need to. Sometimes we need to. Find positive distractions if possible. It might be a TV show. It might be a joke. It might be that positive distraction is a phone call to call someone. Even if you don't even feel like sharing at that moment, but stepping outside of it, someone else's voice can get you laughing. You never know. That has happened. I've been told that I've done that for someone else and practice self-compassion and forgiveness and oh do I believe in this one get some sunlight <laughs> on those days when you feel like oh my gosh everything feels so heavy look out your window get some sunlight it is truly a powerful thing it makes a difference and remember 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 that this passes. All of this that we're going through right now is going to pass. We're just in the midst of the unknown and it's very unsettling some days, most days. And it does. It always does. It always passed. And tomorrow can still be a glorious day, even in the midst of uncertainty. And so I wanted this episode to be especially for you. I know there's going to be the episodes where it's packed with information and enlightenment and all of this motivational stuff. But my goal with this season and previous seasons, but even more so now because of what we're going through when this has premiered again, was to also be a source of exhale a source of comfort and knowing that, hey, you can communicate with me. You can leave me a message. You can send me a message, send me an email, DM me because I am here. And if there is no one else that you can reach out to, know that you can reach out to me. I wanted before the season continues and runs along 
just to pause for a moment and do this mini episode or micro. It's not as long as all the other interviews, but I wanted to take that time just to let you know that I appreciate you individually as a listener and as a part of this community and to pour this out on you. Not just to say it in the entry of the show or the outro of the show, but I wanted to take that time, especially for you. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, review, and share the skinny with others. Let us know your thoughts, takeaways, and give your feedback on moments that stood out to you. It's truly important to us as we continue to evolve and grow this amazing community. If there are topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show, please don't hesitate to drop us a line. You can always find us at our main portal, Shazon.com. S-H-A-Y-Z is in Zebra, O-N is in Nancy. For all the goodies and latest updates on the show, head over to Instagram and follow at The Skinny Podcast. And for a peek inside the life of the voice behind the mic, follow at Shazon. You've been listening to The Skinny with me, Shazon. Thank you so much for sharing your time and light with me in this space where you are heard, seen, valued, and loved. Never forget you're beautiful and deserve to live a happy and empowered life. Meet you back here for next week's episode. Bye, honey bunnies. Mwah.